And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Where have all the emails gone? Oh, Doc Where Manson. Where have all the emails Oh, were you doing gone? that one? You were oh, doing, yeah. What were you, you were, doing? You were, I was, you were doing Paula Cole. I was doing, where have all the emails gone? I don't know, more like a folk song. All right. I mean, I'm down with that as well, but no, not what I was thinking. Oh, man. We only have three emails. Remember when we used to get a baker's dozen? We, and now we've only got three? We've, we've had a good run. I, to be fair. To be You're fair. Right. This podcast has had a good run, and it's probably That's time that we wind it down. No, That's not oh. what I'm saying. Uh, what I'm saying is, I did not do my usual. Like usually, a couple of days before, I will tweet out a reminder. Mm. And again, I keep thinking that if I don't do that, maybe I won't get the emails that bother me. But they must have these three women must have like timers on their phone that like go off alarms every week that are like send your email. Well, I, for one, am thankful, because if it weren't for these three ladies, the only people we'd hear from would be Glenn, and, you know, I'm happy to hear from Glenn, and Mitchell Monroe. So hey, Mitchell Monroe's been gone a while. I was glad to see him. Like, he left in the middle of a draft. He was just like, ah, I can't do this anymore. Really? And just disappeared. Yeah. He, Did he, he basically, really? He basically tapped out of a draft. His, his uh, pool was put back in. He was drafting... It was like a single-person draft, I think, maybe it was that one, and he was drafting all jobbers, and between, I don't know if it was just life got in the way or what, but he was like, you guys can have these guys back, I gotta go, and that was the end. Mitchell. We never heard from him again. I'm, if, if I gave you too hard of a time on this show... <laughs> You're scaring people away, Doc. Aw, oh, Mitchell. My man Mitch. Oh... <laughs> Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I know that y- you were a theater guy, as I was, uh, but we had a conversation at work today about clubs. What clubs, what, you know, school clubs was Doc Manson a part of? Let's see. There was the Billy Club. There was the... Uh, that, that's the only one of that. So. I'll let you keep going <laughs> if you'd like. I mean, the Wood Club, <laughs> the Spiked Club, uh, the Barbed Wire Club. I, I don't know. Um, no, in high school specifically? Or? High school, middle school, whenever you, you took part in, in clubs. Well, I guess the only one I can think of is the Drama Club, honestly. Um, oh, that's not true. Okay, so I've immediately falsified what I just said, but the memories... The memories DC at the DC Matthews, they're just, they're flooding back to me. Um, so there was Drama Club, as we've said, and then I was also, for a couple of years, I was part of, like, the the English, part of, like, the English department. There was, like, a literary magazine that was published yearly um, with those, was, like, you know, poetry and prose written by the students. Um, I was an editor for that for a little while. A few years. And, I mean, that's all I'm thinking of off, really, that I can think of. What about yourself? I seem to recall. I did 
theater. That was definitely... Now, there were a couple of theater classes I took, but mainly it was, you know... I was in the band, but again, that was a class. I was in the jazz right. band. I guess that would technically count as a club. Oh, yeah, that okay. Met out, that met outside of regular band. Okay, well, in that case, I guess... I did concert band. That was a class. Yeah. And I guess marching band was also part of the class. But then I did... Uh, I did like a jazz choir thing for a while, so I guess that was extra. So, as a singer or as an instrumentalist? As a singer, did um, you scat? A little, but Skin not well. Yeah, it was not great. And as you know, to I, be fair, much of high school anything is not great. Yeah, I guess that's fair. All right, you made me feel better immediately. Thank you, DC. You're welcome. I, I was, many fans know I was president of the French club. That was really how GQ and I got to know each other. Was I, I don't was think the cut we had, up in the back of the class. I don't think we had any language clubs at my school. There was a French club and a Spanish club. Uh, I All was right. a member of the debate team my senior year. We were All, completely yep. unprepared. I just made everything <laughs> up at the debate. Uh, really embarrassed the teacher who was the advisor for that. So that was we fun. We also did not have a debate club. Th- there was one year where they were just like, we have so many clubs. Look at all the clubs we have. You could be part of five clubs. You know, and so like you flip through that yearbook and I'm in like four pictures, despite the fact that I don't remember being in four clubs. I think I just showed up for pictures for random things. Well, um, I mean... You know, whatever works. I, I, I believe in middle school, I was part of the chess club just to complete the nerd, you know. But again, I'm bad at chess. I, I So, I was we were, we were trying to brainstorm clubs that would work for young kids. And, I, you know, somebody had already said, oh, we want to do theater. And I was like, well, that takes that out. I could try an improv club, but having seven and eight-year-olds play yes and is just a weird... Uh, I have the perfect solution for you, and I'm, I'm sure somebody's already taken it, but um, the Minecraft Club. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The Mi- I, thought I, you were I, gonna, I thought you were going to say the Pro Wrestling Club, and I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no. These days, maybe it's the Fortnite Club, but I bet you there's still enough young people playing Minecraft that I have. It. I have many students who will just randomly stand up and start to floss. Which is apparently a dance from Fortnite. Do you play Fortnite? Did you? I do not. Have you ever? No. I've watched it been played. I've seen it played directly in front of me, like by someone else. Um, but in the I have no you. interest. I have no interest. Okay. All right. Uh, do you have any interest in Hell in a Cell, which is the pay per view happening in three days? I did not know there was a pay per view happening in three days, but that's what happens, ladies and gentlemen. When you do not watch any wrestling whatsoever for over a month. I was listening to NAI Pod, our, our affiliates, the New Age Insiders. I was listening to their podcast. Well, is, is there another word we could use for affiliates? Something that makes it sound like like they're less equals and more like <laughs> like beneath us in some way? Is that possible? Is there some sort of other term? Let me pull up my thesaurus. All right. Let me see. Uh, for Blame affiliates... Let's yep. see here. I'll give you some synonyms. Uh, branch. Mm-hmm. They can be a branch. No. no. Uh, partner. Associate. Toot. No. Offshoot. Mm. Offshoot. Okay. Sibling. 
No. And then apparently the word affil, which is just an abbreviation of affiliate. Hmm. That seems That's like a useful source. <laughs> that seems like something the kids might say. Yeah. Who are you affilled with? I don't think any kids are saying that, DC. Uh, I don't know. I, I would be. I'm uncomfortable already thinking of the potential answers to that question. Who am I affilled with? Well, that's none of your business. Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, Hell in a Cell is coming up. Uh, and what were the eight... New Age insiders saying about? Oh, it? thank you, thank you for getting me back on track. Uh, they have been, and I'm, and I, you know, they have been trying to find a way to keep the show relatively positive while also admitting that. Weekly WWE wrestling is sometimes unwatchable. They, you know, they've pretty much all given up on Raw, which I think is just three hours of Roman Reigns at this point. I'm sorry to hear that. And at the same time, that makes me feel justified in my decision to not watch. And that is the point that I am trying to make. Like, I think we are going to wind up coming out of this show feeling a little more excited about Hell in a Cell, and it's because we're not trying to watch five hours. I watch stuff on YouTube. I will go through and catch little bits and pieces of things. I watched week two of season two of the May Young Classic this morning before I went to work. Not as good as the last week, but still not bad. Uh, so, you know, again, I do think we're coming to an, an age where you just pick and choose the wrestling you want to watch and you know, I'm sure many people will keep up with the pay-per-views, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I've been saying it for weeks and months. I don't think it's um, a bad thing. Here's the thing. I think it is a bad thing to some extent, only because it's legitimately news to me that we have Hell in a Cell in three days. If, if enough people stop watching weekly television for long enough... I mean, personally, if I wasn't doing a podcast, which ostensibly was about wrestling, I probably would have canceled my subscription by now. I, I have no, I but have no have, investment have a, to watch these pay-per-views. You have a social investment in that when these pay-per-views happen, either GQ or sometimes myself or the Arsacist and Rachel, like... There is there is a gathering of people that come over to watch these events, which is nice. Don't get again, me wrong. For ten, my, my whole thing, and I understand there are sponsors that come with USA Network and with Fox, and so you want to bring people to that show. I do understand that, but for ten dollars a month, is it worth it to have one or two times a month to have people come over and engage in? silliness and watch something together it might be again it's up to you you might you might disagree i mean i feel like if we were committed we might be able to find a, a once a month activity that was more enjoyable to everyone than watching the pay-per-views maybe we would have a movie rental night and everybody would come over and we would we would spend six dollars on an itunes rental you know what i mean like i i'm not sure I think wrestling obviously is the easy thing. It's the thing that can bring everybody together because we've all been into it at one point or another. But I honestly think that if I told GQ or 
Eric or even Rachel, yeah, we're just not going to watch these WWE <laughs> pay-per-views anymore. I don't think I'd get a lot of resistance. Eric, Rachel, you're listening to this. You let me know if I'm right or wrong. Podcast at DDTWrestling.com. But I, uh, I don't know. I just... I'm not sure any of us are that invested in the product at this point. I think maybe I could I could see an argument for getting together for NXT takeovers. I think everybody still enjoys those, but they're too infrequent. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. Well, that's true. The next one's not happening till November. Yeah, it'll be the pre-Survivor Series one. So I, I I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, it's an it's an interesting question because you know again, like I said. Obviously, the USA Network would like people to be watching. But then again, this is three hours of primetime programming that they don't have to worry about. They don't have to, you know. I think, I I don't know this for sure, and somebody can actually do the research and come back to me with the facts. But I imagine that Raw on USA on Mondays is doing as well as any other show on the USA Network. That's probably true. So, for the amount of money that they're spending, they're still probably getting very high ratings. The ad buys are still probably pretty high. So, clearly, everybody seems to be happy. Otherwise, we would be seeing changes. So, Right. I mean, again, the new deal that WWE signed with, what, Fox? It is proof that these broadcasters are quite happy with how these shows are performing. Yeah. And again, there were there were moments of Raw and SmackDown that were good, you know. And there were match, like I said, I think the matches on this pay per view, with one exception, are very good. I'm looking forward to all of them. Okay. So let's let's just check in here. I'm not going to ask you to give me the matches because that is just that is a fool's errand on my True. part. Who is the Universal Champion? Um. Roman Reigns. Who is the WWE champion? I, I just want to point out, it did legitimately take me a minute to remember that it was Roman Reigns. That's okay. Um, AJ Styles. Two for two. Okay. Who is the Intercontinental champion? Which show is that? Raw. Um, no idea. Seth Rollins. Great. Who is the U.S. champion? Jeff Hardy. I believe it is Shinsuke Nakamura, but even I... I know it is. I looked it up today because I was doing some research for a different question. All right. Uh, I should just tell you these two. Oh, who is the Raw Women's Champion? The Raw Women's Champion is probably still Ronda Rousey. Correct. Who is the SmackDown Women's Champion? Uh, presumably still Charlotte. All right. So you've got though you've got the major belts down. I will tell you who the tag team champions are because we all know how little you really care is about one tag- of them the Usos. No. <laughs> then is one of them the New Day. Yes. Okay. See, you can't go wrong with guessing those two. Uh, the other one is right now Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre okay. are the Raw Which- tag team champions. Oh, okay. So New Day is on SmackDown. Yes. All right. You did very well. Again, yeah, sure. for someone who doesn't... Now, do you read the results? Do you go to Lords of Pain or some other sheet to read? You, so you're just... Nope. And I, I, I assume see, you don't check Twitter that often. I, I, yeah, I mean, I see a little bit on Twitter here and there. More so as I'm just sort of scrolling through, I might see pictures of things. So I think I saw 
a still from Raw with Braun Strowman flanked by Drew McIntyre and and Dolph Ziggler. The Dogs of War. As opposed to the Hounds of Justice? There better be a some sort of strange hexagonal dog collar match at some point. And I, I tweeted that out and someone said, what about the kennel from hell? And I was like, that'll bring Doc Manson back into wrestling. It will. Do a kennel Especially if, uh, you know, the the official theme song for that pay-per-view is, Who let the dogs out? Who? <laughs> who? Who? Who let the Al, dogs out? And if Al Snow is the special guest referee? As long as somebody eats their dog, I'll be satisfied. <laughs> oh, pepper steak. Mm. All right. So let me run through the matches with you, because we should do some predictions and productions. Let's do it. Because it is a good device for this show. Um, it's tradition at this point. Tradition. Uh, I'll go with the two non-title matches. Uh, Daniel Bryan okay. will be teaming with his wife, Brie Bella. Oh, boy. To take on The Miz and his wife, Maurice. That sounds As of great. now, the children are not involved, but you never know. You gotta save something for WrestleMania. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Uh, the Miz beat Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam, I believe. So he currently has the advantage. They have been going back and forth. I believe, I don't know if it was the main event of SmackDown, but it was a premier match on SmackDown was Brie Bella versus Maurice, two legends going at it on live television. I'm sure that went that, well. That is how they build it, two legends. Um, so what do you think? I think neither of them are legends. <laughs> I meant about the match, but I see your point. Ah, okay. Um, let's go ahead and say Daniel Bryan wins just I, because he will last before. I agree for the exact same reason. Great. I'm not, oppo- I'm not opposed to the match. I like Daniel Bryan. I like The Miz. Uh, Brie Bella, I am sure, is better than the botches she made a couple of weeks ago on Raw. She tried some suicide dives that were just... I saw gifts of both of those. And, uh, again, just sort of scrolling through Twitter. And... Um... I'd like to point out that you are still fairly conversant on the world of wrestling just by scrolling through Twitter. People post a lot of pictures and GIFs. I'm saying it's a way to be involved with wrestling without devoting five hours a week to it. I guess so. Don't get me wrong. I do wish I would. Here's the thing, though. I think I think part of my problem, not to get back on this topic, is I would like to watch more wrestling than I watch, but I feel like... The product isn't for me. Or in some ways, it doesn't respect my time. I have to watch too much of it to find the parts that I like. So I feel like I should be watching more than I am. I want to watch more than I am, but I'm completely disinterested in doing so. But you could be watching NXT. You could be watching the Mae Young Classic, and yet you are not. Yeah, Mae Young Classic, I still think I will watch at some point. I, I think maybe I'm waiting for more episodes to be out, because I think I just want to binge it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Week one, last week, honestly, a fantastic hour of wrestling. Um, Maiko, Mako Satamura is my current favorite 
to win because she she was awesome. Good. Last night's episode, not as good. Um, Ashley Rain, a.k.a. Madison Rain, mm-hmm. was in there. That was a nice moment. Um, the girl from American Ninja Warrior, Casey Catanzaro, okay. was in. That was fun. Diana Perrazzo, who's a name I think we've discussed before. Seen her. Yep. You know, they had some they had some talents there. Okay. But again, uh, I want you to watch week two because there is a conversation we need to have, but you have to watch in order for us to have the conversation, so we'll table it. But okay. and we really we also need to have it on the list because we might need to reconsider Marty Bell. Lies. Watch week two and get back to me. All right. All right. The only other non-title match as of now, I am sure they will announce a pre-show match or two, uh, is one of the Hell in the Cell matches. Jeff Hardy is taking on his fierce rival, Randy Orton, inside Satan's structure. I I don't care. And I'll say Randy Orton wins because I feel like Jeff Hardy always needs time off for nagging injuries. So let's write him off that way. I think Jeff Hardy will win and still be carried out on a stretcher and still get the time off for the injuries. But I, I do think I think I think he dives off of something and manages to drape an arm over Randy Orton to pin him. Always a possibility. Or he could dive off of something and be arcade-o'd. <laughs> I understand how that could happen. It's just, I'm like, the timing has to be so precise in that. Or, it can look terrible, like all of the <sighs> RKO's Randy Orton attempted in his first mm, six years of his career. Remember that one where he ran by Chris Jericho, who was in the walls <laughs> of Jericho? Jericho yes. just looked at him like, what? what, what? And then... Randy Orton literally ran the ropes again. And did it again. Yeah. When wrestling is bad, it is really bad. And again, please watch week two of the Mayhem Classic. All right. All right. The title matches. Uh, The New Day, who are not the Usos, but are your SmackDown Tag Team Champions, will be taking on the new number one contenders... The B team. Rusev Day. Oh. The B team are on Raw. I don't know that, but at the same time, uh, Rusev Day is SmackDown's version of the B team, so. They won. They beat the bar on Tuesday in a number one contenders match. And so it's Rusev and Aiden English who are back together. There was a chance they were going to split apart, but they are reunited. Uh, And I. so good. Uh, I do think. Do I think? Sure, why not? It's Rusev. Uh, yeah, new tag team champions. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say I would like Rusev Day to win. Yeah. And the New Day will win. Oh, you know what? I really should have not picked Rusev Day. Because we're getting new Raw tag team champions, so I don't know if they're going to change both titles. Are we getting new Raw tag team champions? Roman Reigns is the Universal Champion. Uh huh. Seth Rollins is the Intercontinental Champion. Okay. And Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose are wrestling for the tag team titles. So the Shield will have all of the gold? Yep. And Seth Rollins will hold two belts? 
Not the first time he was world champion and U.S. champion at one point. Back when he wrestled Sting. So that's the match. Uh, so so you've got two thirds of the day, Shield versus the dogs of Ambrolins something versus Dolphin Drew. Okay. So again, I might have. I will stick with Rusev Day because it's Rusev, but. Dean and Seth are going to... I do think the Shield is going to have all the gold. Because the the Raw Brain Trust believes everyone loves the Shield, so let's give them all the titles, and everyone will be happy. I think Dolphin Drew will retain. Why do you say that? It's... Mostly because it's weird for Seth Rollins to hold a singles belt and the tag belt. Mostly. Okay. But at the same time, if there was any talent on their rosters that I could see them doing it with, it is him. I mean, that makes good sense. And, you know, I think Dean Ambrose also is a good champion, so I guess I could see that as well. And as you're saying, Brain Trust says, Shield is most popular, so let's uh, give all the belts to them. But I, I don't know. There's just something about the dogs of chaos or whatever actually it's having... A name. The dogs of war. Yeah, whatever. They look more formidable now, with is... gold on their waist, don't they? Now, it is entirely possible that Hell in a Cell could end with the dogs of war holding most of the gold. Because Dolphin Drew could retain and Braun Strowman could win the Universal chi- title. Yeah, he's not going to do that, so. He's really not. No. No, he's not. No. 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 That is going to be the main event, the other Cell match, Strowman versus Reigns for the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strowman uh, loses for sure. So, you may be right, though. It's entirely possible that Dolphin Drew do retain, but I, I think at least for, you know, a week or two. Maybe Constable Corbin, who's still around, by the way. Great. And is the, and is the acting GM, because Kurt Great. Angle is off training for something. So That's what I always say. Constable Corbin, the best on-screen presence. So I've just, I've just told myself a story in my head that Constable Corbin says, look, you can't have two titles. Pick one. And he picks the tag team titles, and now we get an intercontinental title tournament that would make me excited. Uh, but again, that's it's not going to happen, but it's a nice thought. Nobody likes tournaments, DC. I do. Yeah, we know. The uh, except the May Young Classic is a tournament, but still, I get what you're saying. The Raw Women's Title: Ronda Rousey in a rematch, taking on former Women's Champion Alexa Bliss. Ronda Rousey retains. I wonder if you're going to think any titles change hands because currently you're four for four. What's the other title? Well, there's a world, there's the WWE title, and then there's the SmackDown women's title. And in the SmackDown women's title match, in a match that should be taking place in a cell but won't, Charlotte will be defending against her former best friend, Becky Lynch. So Becky Lynch is having a lot of success, I hear, right now in this whole angle. Um, and that angle is that she's. Now a heel, maybe, because reasons? Because Charlotte at SummerSlam stole her spotlight. Yeah. Stole her chance to win the title. 
it, and the I'm fans not saying this cheered. Is, I'm not saying this is good storytelling, but the story that they are telling requires Becky Lynch to lose so that she can continue to feel justified in being a heel. So you're saying Charlotte wins? That is what I'm saying, although it could go the other way. I suppose the story they're telling could very well be, I got screwed, now I'm a badass heel, now I'm the champion badass heel, you said I couldn't do it, here I am. They could do that too, but I think the other way is more likely. Well, that's what happened with Shinsuke. He lost, turned heel, challenged many times, and kept losing, and then eventually won the U.S. title. And I would say that for Becky Lynch, except there is no secondary women's title for her to win. This is it. So then she can go heel. back to looking sad on the apron. You know, she's always got that chestnut. She, uh, Charlotte, had a match on SmackDown. One, of course, on her way out of the ring, stopped at ringside to take a selfie with a fan, and Becky Lynch, in a black straight-haired wig and glasses with a hoodie, attacks her from the crowd, which again was a nice. Was Charlotte taking a selfie with incognito Becky Lynch? No. No. It was like an eight-year-old fan. There's a okay. kid, and she's taking the selfie with the kid. The selfie's over. She's going to hand the phone back and out of nowhere is attacked by goth Becky Lynch. Great. Who surprisingly looked a little bit like Paige. That because she had straight black hair? She, she had the straight black hair. She has the fair skin, so... For a second, you were like, "Did Paige just attack the champion?" And no, it's, no, it's Becky Lynch. Oh, okay, I'll say, I'll say Becky Lynch. She didn't win the Royal Rumble. She hasn't won anything else. But I, I think if there's a chance, it's this because. But then again, you make a very valid point. When, when has <laughs> WWE ever pulled the trigger on someone when it would have been timely? When? AJ Styles, I suppose, won the title. I don't remember the details. And I think this is part of the problem, is that WWE fans, by and large, have short memories. So we can continue to delude ourselves and think, this is Becky's chance. This is Rusev's chance. This is Bray Wyatt's chance. And time after time, Lucy moves the football. Time after time. Lucy moves the football, and we wind up falling on our butts. Because we are the Charlie Brown in this story. <laughs> Always. Uh, the final match of the evening, since we've already said that Reigns is going to retain, is AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Again? For the WWE title. Again. It's gotten personal. Joe's leaving, you know, messages on AJ Styles' wife's voicemail and threatening to go to the house. And Has anybody left a flaming bag of human excrement on the <laughs> other's porch? Or... Uh, no, AJ, you know, had a nice little promo in an empty ring, like before, you know, a pre-recorded promo sitting in an empty arena talking about how, you know, Samoa Joe has a family and sure, AJ could go after them, but that's not the kind of guy he is. He's just going to take it out on Samoa Joe at Hell in a Cell. And Joe's basically recording videos of himself walking down a corridor, calling out Wendy and, saying that, you know, don't worry, kids, daddy's coming home soon. And again, 
It's AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. I will happily watch them wrestle from now until the rapture. But how long has AJ been champion now? A while, yet not so long that uh, it's been 434 days, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, I'm wondering how close he is to that, though. Not that close, but let me look. I'd be interested to know that stat. Let's see. Championships and accomplishments. WWE. Current WWE champion. Reigns. Bob Backlund. The Rock. JBL. Batista. AJ Styles has been champion for 310 plus days. Hmm. So he's got over 100 to go. It's now, a long way to go. He could hold, he could hold the title... What's 100 days? That's over three months. That takes us out to the Rumble, I guess. But that's how long we're talking. Once again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say my famous sort of phrase here. I would like Samoa Joe to win. But I think AJ Styles probably does. Last match, AJ Styles got himself disqualified. Maybe this time Joe gets himself disqualified. I, I don't know. I could very well see Joe winning, though. I could totally see that. I think that's very likely. But One of these days, and again, this is me deluding myself, but one of these days, a heel has to beat the... Like, he, he wrestled Shinsuke four times, beat him every single time. Then he beat Joe. Now, granted, there were you know, complications, and it was a screwy victory. But at some Did point... Did he beat Joe? I thought he get... got disqualified. I thought Joe won. Did Joe technically win? I have no idea, actually. That's how Again, I remember it, but... Wrestling fans have short memories. Let's look that up. Yeah. SummerSlam 2018. I loved that match. I remember enjoying the match. I remember the moments, and that's kind of what Kevin yeah. Owens is saying. Joe said, defeated is... by a DQ AJ Styles, who was the champion. <sighs> I'm going to go with AJ... Just because I'm not sure. Now, but granted, actually, that's what I was looking up. Go back. Where are you? AJ Styles is wrestling Samoa Joe in Australia as well, which is in, that's October 6th. Yep. So we have this pay-per-view, and then two or three weeks later, we have the Super Showdown. So. Is AJ's match a cell match? No. No. Okay. The only cell matches are Rain Strowman and Hardy Orton. Perfect. Um, you know, like I said, Styles Joe could easily be in a cell. Becky Charlotte could easily be in a cell. Like, really, with the exception of New Day versus Rusev Day, all of these matches could be in a cell. I really did wonder if we were going to go lockdown style and just do seven cell matches. Mm, that could have been something. But, uh,. But yeah, I could see Joe winning and then AJ winning it back yeah, in Australia. Possible. And Joe gets like a token two-week title run. But I'll say AJ just because, again, the 2018 has shown us that AJ Styles will overcome all the odds. He is WWE's greatest homegrown talent. Clearly. But also, at this point, 310 days? We're approaching it. I think there's purpose there. 
Yeah, because that would take us to December. Yeah, we're talking the literally. There might be a only 134 days left in 2018. We're talking somewhere around New Year's. He'd set the record. There you go. That's that's my right. thought. So I don't know that I was able. I don't know that this discussion made you more eager to watch this pay per view. No, probably not. But again, I'm looking at New Day versus Rusev Day should be good. Brian's versus the Mizzes should be decent. The only match Dolphin- here that I really want to watch, matches plural, would be Charlotte and Becky. Yep. Joe and AJ. Those are really the only ones that move the needle for me. The only match I don't want to watch is Hardy and Orton. Yeah. I will probably actively choose to avoid that match. Oh, and um, I guess I want to see Ronda Rousey as well. I'd like to I want to see that again. Yeah. So But everything else, I'm like, I like Dolph Ziggler, I like Drew McIntyre, I like Dean Ambrose, I like Seth Rollins. That can't be bad. Eh. Reigns and Strowman in a cell. I like to no. see Strowman throw things. Nope. I don't I've seen I've literally seen Roman Reigns run over well maybe not literally, but he destroy him with a smashed up ambulance that he wandered out of like a w- injured Bigfoot. Like, but he's not finished with it. There's nothing left for these two guys to do. I have that. Th- it after this match, I will agree with you. I guess this is the last thing they have. You know, unless they have a scaffold match or something crazy. Yeah, I'm excited, but I. I'm a crazy person. Yeah, that's why we like you around here. Though. I'm watching really bad wrestling from 2000s WCW and finding things to get excited about. So, all right, I am excited about our emails, even though there's only three. I'm still excited about them. Absolutely, it's not the size of the emails; it's how you read them. Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. And uh, the first one comes from Mitchell Monroe. I know that I ghosted everyone on Twitter, but let's just say I had that theoretical talk with GQ and made some changes. Now, I'll pausing for a moment. I, I, I don't remember what theoretical GQ talk we talked about, but I'm going to guess it as something to do with giving up everything that you love because your wife hates it. If that's true, good for you. I'm sure it had to do with how to how to be a wrestling fan. You know, your wife likes wrestling, so you can watch it together or not watch it together, as the case may be. As it may be. My wife appreciates that I like wrestling and also appreciates lately that I'm not watching a ton of it. Um, so you've got to figure out that everyone has their own deal. So you've got to figure out that deal. And so for Mitchell, as for GQ, I believe it required as minimal wrestling as possible. I cut out wrestling, though I check in from time to time, and I've been loving it. I have so much more time, and I've been rediscovering my love for Pokemon, which I know you all know nothing about, but I found my happy again. Hey, man, I know a Squirtle when I see one. How many Pokemon do you think you and I together could name without looking it up? A few. I can get to like maybe six on my own. I mean, I just had Squirtle and uh, Pikachu and Meowth. Yeah. And there's Charizard. And Charmander. And Charmander. And Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Okay. 
Wouldn't have gotten that one. And there's there's Pikachu and Pichu. There's a littler Pikachu. Ooh, that's Pichu. But isn't that just an evolution? That's that's technically. It might be. It might it might technically be like a smaller form. Yeah. I mean, Ash Ketchum. I know he's not a Pokemon, but he's a character from that show. And then there's the twins. One's a redhead. Uh, Team Rocket. And then there's Mega Man. Who's that? And Doctor Robotnik. That's that's a different <laughs> show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Okay. Uh, That's neither here nor there. I'm emailing because I'm catching up on the list. And imagine my dismay when I hear Doc drop some shade my way, saying I wasn't listening to the list anymore. And I will have you know that at that point, I had missed no episodes of the list and only one of DDT Wrestling. Just wanted to put that out there. Notice how he said at that point, which means at this point, he's missed several. (laughs) Anywho, hope all is well, Mitchell Monroe. Thank you for checking in, Mitchell. Um, If you are not listening to the list, and how dare you, you missed a great discussion about Generation Me, a.k.a. the Young Bucks. A great discussion. So good. We, we we talked ourselves up. I'm not going to say where we put them on the list, but we were going to put them around the Horner line, and we wound up giving them way more credit than that. Mostly due, I think, in thanks to me. Well, this is the Generation Doc show. There you go. And Mitchell, just know all the shade I throw you is from pure love. Pure love. Our next email comes from Beverly, Dakota. Steph Bev Beth at email dot outlook dot com. Uh, I guess three women just share emails for fun. Like we share this one, well, but it's for our podcast. I don't know. Come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. Why? 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 Would you like me to read this? It's a long one. I don't mind reading Beverly's email. <gasps> oh, that's just for the novelty. I'm going to have you read this. Hello, Dr. Manson. Hello, Mr. Matthews. It's only when you're compa- when it's doctor and mister that I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm more than a mister, aren't I? I mean, we could call you Master Matthews. That's, that's going to be the gimmick that gets Tyler paid over. Is it? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Beverly Dakota signing in here. As I sit here eating my Werther's Originals, good choice. <laughs> So British. (laughs) After spending my day walking my dog Kettle across the pennies and then watching Gardener's World, it's time to start packing. That was all in uh, capital letters, but I didn't want to read it like that. That's right. Ahead of the 150th episode of DDT Wrestling, next week all three of us will be in Melbourne to host the DDT Pod Fan Festival. It's time to talk the itinerary for the day. We will meet for a light breakfast at 10 a.m. to mingle with guests. 10 a.m. is not a time for breakfast. It's far too late in the day. Well, yeah, I mean, you got it's I sort of a I my chocolate chip pancakes much earlier than that. Okay, all right. At 10.30, proceedings will start with an introduction to DDT Pod to any unfamiliar guests. Who is there that doesn't know what the podcast is? Who just you randomly know, goes to a fan festival? People passing on the street who are probably the only people who will be attending this besides the three of you ladies we will follow this with the state of ddt address 
This is where we'll talk about how DDT Wrestling has performed since leaving the NAI Network in 2016. Oh, God. Now, in all fairness, we didn't leave the NAI Network. We were kicked off. (laughs) We are still proud affiliates. They are now one of our branches. Well, right. But, I mean, mean, the show itself, since we were kicked off because... (sighs) We were our own show, and, and, and there was no original content for them to consume. So, so we, and by now default... We have, and now we have original content to spare. You're working on a side project. I'm working on a side project. We've got, you know, plenty we got two of, wrestling shows now. We do. We've got plenty of stuff, which is why they're our branch. It's true. We'll then talk our favorite DDT moments at 12 p.m. After breaking for lunch, there will be a speech from a surprise guest from DDT Past. It's then on to the Mrs. Manson Bake Off, baking our own versions of the All-American Chocolate Chip Cookie. Before the Doc Manson Pumpkin Carving Seminar and Competition. Mm. And wrapping up with the DC Matthews Symposium of Thought Bookathon. Now that sounds lovely. So far, only Jeremy has confirmed he is co- coming. <laughs> We will be at Edwin's on Olympic Boulevard. If anyone requires any hotel arrangements, please email us and we will book you a room. Next week, we will present you our diary of exactly what happened on day one of the festival. Have a great week, gentlemen. Things are about to get interesting. Yours faithfully, Beverly Dakota. I now have a, a more than a passing interest. Is Edwin's on Olympic Boulevard an actual place? Are you looking that up? I have no idea. So that's what I thought you were looking up. Nope. Have Why would moved? I actually do something topical? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Is that a place? Edwin's Olympic Boulevard. Edwin's Cafe, Olympic Boulevard, Melbourne, Australia. I'm going to look up the menu. I mean, are you surprised? Uh, no. No, I am sure that they did their due diligence and did their research. I want to see pictures of of this. This festival, I'm excited for it. Hey, there's two women each, you know, they have a muffin and some, like, ca- coffee beverages. Maybe this is Beth and Bev and... It's the perfect place to catch up! Edwin's is conveniently located on Olympic Boulevard, on the ground floor of AAMI Park Stadium. I will say, all this food looks delicious. I gotta look at the menu. Game Day Eats or Edwin's Eats? Ooh, Sushi. I like sushi. I don't. That's too bad, because it's delicious. Nope. Tall guy t- tried to get me to eat sushi one time, and it was just gross. He was like, look, this tastes like pastrami. And I was like... It definitely does not taste like pastrami. There were some fish that had like a, a like almost like a pickling spice around the edge, but it, it just tasted I've like... I've had a lot of sushi, and I have never, ever had something like... <laughs> I would describe as tasting like pastrami. He up straight up lied to you. <sighs> Slow cooked barbecue beef ribs, schnitzel burger. Ooh, somebody should get the schnitzel burger. Veggie burger. I have become a fan of the veggie burger. I was not a big fan, and I've eaten them many times this week. I'm sorry to hear that. They're good. No. Middle Eastern pumpkin. Pumpkin, halloumi cheese, za'atar, fresh mint, and labna. I'm uh, I'm going to read the next email. Oh, sorry. Are we still recording? <laughs> yeah. My bad. 
This one comes from our good friend Glenn with the subject line, You are the boss. Excuse me, Tony Danza's the boss. Hi, guys. Uh, and actually, Tony Danza's not the boss. The Judith, lady. L- Judith Light was the boss. Tony Danza was the... Yeah. Hi, guys. If money was no object and you decided to do a DDT wrestling promotion, firstly, where would you hold the show? What sorts of matches would you put on? And who would you headline the show? Thanks, as always. Glenn. Good question. If, if money was no object, would you even want to put on a DDT wrestling promotion? No. But let's say money was no object and they're telling us we have to do this or they will, I don't know, murder our families. I was going to say take, that I was gonna say take only, away the money. Well, I'm assuming that we don't actually get any of the money regardless. We can spend it on the show. Oh, so we are given the money not to use for ourselves, but just solely for the show. Yeah, that's my ah, assumption. That's fair. Hmm. I would hold the show, I don't know, on the one hand, I would want to hold it in Madison Square Garden, because I feel like there's a lot of history there, and I think that would be cool, but on the other hand, if I wanted the show to be successful, I would hold it in Chicago, probably, Um, Mm -hmm. but then at the same time, if I'm doing it just because I get to do whatever the hell I want... Maybe I'd do it, like, in the UK or something, just so... I'm doing it in Wembley Stadium. I could go somewhere. That's yeah. it. And, and plus, it's Glenn that asked the question, our UK yeah. bestie. I think yeah, I'm, Glenn doing, can go. I'm doing a DDT UK show, and we're going... We're, yeah, we're going to Wembley or some oh. other... Well, money is really no object. We're going to do this show on the motherfucking moon. <laughs> First wrestling show in space. Come on. Imagine what an elbow drop would look like in that kind of gravity. <laughs> Ricochet could do like yes, he three, could six, spin for 30. days. He ended up going into the sun before he landed. Have you heard? There's some. I, I was just watching a, a science video, literally with my students, where we were talking, learning about some uh, rocket that's going to check out the surface of the sun. It's going to get closer to the sun than anything has ever gotten. I guarantee you, it won't make it to the surface. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, yeah, no. I did think about that. What if you could do it on a plane? Like if you got a really big plane and you had What if show? you did it on the back of a flatbed truck? Hey, I like that match. <laughs> and and, and I, while he might not headline, I'm definitely seeing if Repo Man's available. Absolutely. Harry Darso, what are you doing? <laughs> Come to the moon. Are you in ring shape? No? Excellent. <laughs> oh, man. What a great show if you were like, I'm paying wrestlers who don't even like do the appearances anymore, but I will give you a million dollars to just get up off your couch and just show up. Jim Duggan, where are you? Get over here. Yeah, Honky that would be man, a good show. Honky Tonk Man, we need you. <laughs> First time those words have ever been said, I think. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but no, legitimately, I would do it in the UK. I would uh, I would want to have a giant tournament, but Doc keeps but I would telling me people don't like that, tournaments. We have to actually agree on this, I presume. Oh, that's true. Well, so okay, so pick your headliner. If you could pick a, a an honest to goodness wrestler who's still wrestling right now, a current wrestler to be the headliner, who would you pick? Would you go with Gargano? Mm, 
I don't know. Probably not <laughs> right now. Um, that's a hard question. I don't know. Um, AJ Styles, maybe. I, I you know, my in- answer was going to be Seth Rollins, and hey, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins is a match that has not happened yet. I'd watch it. So. But then again, you could go, you know, Zack Saber. If you wanted a UK guy, you could go with any of the Japan talents. I think that would be it. I would want to do, I would want to pick like two or three of the best wrestlers from all of the big, like two or three of the best UK guys, Japan, US, and do some sort of crazy day of the World Cup. That is how I drafted. I did draft the World Cup. There you go. Team Russia we had the Bolsheviks and Rusev. <laughs> Hey, it, it was Rusev and the Bolsheviks. Uh, great question. And feel free if you want to share your ideas, what your epic card would be if money was no object, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Uh, Doc Manson, do you have a piece of positivity? Again, doesn't have to be in the world of wrestling since you're not really partaking in the world of wrestling right now. But what's going good in the life of the good doctor? Well, um. I'm going to go ahead and say my piece of positivity this week is a Netflix show whose second season has just dropped, um, just last week, I think, and I've already binge-watched the entire season, and that would be a show called Atypical. Um, I, I don't think that this is a show that anyone would suspect that Doc Manson would be watching or a fan of. It's certainly not in my wheelhouse. Would you say it would be atypical of you to watch it? Absolutely. Um, It's sort of a family drama revolving around uh, this high school autistic boy who uh, just is sort of surviving. It's a comedy. It's a drama. it's It's not really my usual thing. But it's got Michael Rappaport in it, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I just I enjoyed it. I just watched it randomly the first season, and when I saw there was going to be a second season and it dropped, I was like, oh, I'm watching that, and yeah, it's good. I like it. I, I have something about that show that I really like. Well, okay. Good recommendation. I've seen, now that I look at it, I have seen the the promo yep. for it on Netflix. I've seen like the graphic for it, but haven't watched it. I noticed... Uh, this weekend, after our sci-fi show from last week, or two weeks ago, whenever we did that, that uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is now on Netflix. I think it's been there for a while. Uh, or it was there and it went away and then came I back. I don't know. Because I watched I, it on a streaming service probably about a year ago, but I, I, I'm not sure which. I saw it and I enjoyed it, but that's not my piece of positivity. My piece of positivity is another podcast. Um, but it is not a wrestling podcast. It is a podcast hosted by Stephen Fry. Never heard of him. Yes, you have. Don't lie. (laughs) Um, British comedy legend, just an overall raconteur and TV host. Oh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. No. No? Uh, But he did a show. It's only had six. Hugh Laurie? Teamed with Hugh Laurie in a bit of Fry and Laurie. Great show. We've talked about it many times. Um, But it's called Great Leap Years, 
and it's kind of a history show. He talks about great inventions. The first show is just kind of talking about how modern humans came to be and how we came to be at this precipice of so much new technology with robotics and artificial intelligence and the singularity and all sorts of buzzwords. Um, again, there's only six episodes in this season. He's doing seasons of it. But yep. I listened to the first one. It was amazing. And I'm excited to listen to the next five. So if you're looking for a short, hour-long show to put in between episodes of our show, this would be one that I would recommend. Stephen Fry's Great Leap Years. Excellent. Nice recommendation. Thank you. I'm, I will say it again. I'm excited for Hell in a Cell. I'm looking forward to watching it. I hope you get some enjoyment out of it, even if it's not always your cup of tea. Maybe you just watch the matches you want to care about, and that's it. I'll send out some invitations to folks to come on down to Manson Manor. Um, I don't know what everybody's up to. Something tells me... Well, I don't know. Also, not some invitations. We'll see what's going on. All right. Mr. Well, Matthews. Yes, Dr. You're invited. Manson. Why, thank you. That was All very right. kind of you. I, yeah, okay. All right there, ladies and jelly spoons. Uh, you've listened to another fun-filled episode. Doc Manson, do you have anything you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? If you'd like to listen to more of DDT Wrestling in the List, you can head on over to ddtpod.com where you can find all of our episodes. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so by sending it to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed this show, how could you? You can head on over to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling to send a little bit of financial support our way. We're not asking for much. Just a few shekels is all we require. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie?